Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you know, I love this. Debbie Bacornick is joining me here today. Awakening means peeking out of the box, seeing your shadow, and still climbing out. I love this show. But before we jump into that, hi, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. Hi, B. I'd be good. Thank you. Happy yeah. Go Mariners opening day. Woo, boy. It's their year. I'm feeling it. Yeah. 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 Still, <laughs> still getting emails from the Russell Wilson comment. Uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a heated little uh, issue there. Just trying to say it's all good. Uh, And Debbie's going to talk about that. Debbie is joining us here today. Listen, she is somebody that has said, I am called to step out into the world as an award-winning author, social worker, enlightened guy, you know, chief empowerment officer for a company, and empowering NRG, which you're going to hear about, which which helps women reconnect with their personal power, whether you're home, whether you're at work, whether you're at play. You know, you ever ask yourself, oh my gosh, where did my personal power go? I lost it. Well, it's not really lost. Debbie really helps us remember that we are it. We love it. We live it. It's the juiciness of our lives. But you know what? If you're like me and you're like Debbie, Guess what happens? Every once in a while, growing up in New York, you step in a pothole. And if you step in a pothole, hopefully it's not so deep that you got to find a ladder to crawl out. And that when you get out, you're so much more aware and awake that what happens to you is what? You don't do it again. Debbie, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. I love this topic. You know, awakening means peeking out of the box, seeing your shadow and still climbing out. So a lot of times, right, we peek, we see the shadow, but we just can't get out. Great show. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Pat, for having me back on your show. I'm very excited to be here and specifically to be talking about this particular topic. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I want to talk about awakening for the minute. And I I, want to position this. You know, I am a person of possibility, right? I I don't come from, I don't know, what do we want to say? I don't come from the world of possibilities. You know, the other day, Debbie, I shared a story that on my 11th birthday, I spent my 11th birthday at a precinct in New York City because my stepmom got caught shoplifting to get me a birthday gift. That's how, that's the kind of, that's how we, you know, that's how poor we were. Mm -hmm. But here we are today, you know, this morning, a light bulb went on for me. I thought, my gosh, 
we are being asked to finish our technology sooner, sooner, sooner. So I went online and I clicked on some website and they asked me about four questions. And all of a sudden, my phone hasn't stopped ringing. And I just had a chat with just an incredible gentleman, Andrew. And out of that, you could feel somebody's energy so that when we do step out of that, that box, we can feel safe. Tell us what awakening has come to mean to you and how it is the first step in getting ourselves cranked up and moving on. I think for me, uh, awakening is about reconnecting with the pieces of yourself that you have disconnected from. We came here as complete individuals, all right? There was learning to do. There always will be learning and growing. That's what life is. Mm -hmm. But we kind of came here with everything we need in order to handle the situations that come up for us in our lives. And yet we have methodically been disconnected or disconnected ourselves from all of our lifelines or a good many of our lifelines. And that means that, you know, we're not tuned in even to the supports that we have. So we're always looking outside of ourselves for that person that has that answer. Now with Google, it can be pretty overwhelming. Uh, (laughs) I shouldn't say Google, with the internet. It can be pretty overwhelming, right? Because there's so much out there. And if we're always looking outside of ourselves for that answer, we forget to look inwards, to tap into what we already know or what what works for us. And so to me, awakening is about recognizing that and starting to question yourself, starting to question the things you believe. And I don't mean that as a way of of creating self-doubt for yourself. I mean Mm -hmm. it more as a way of taking that step back and going, okay, this doesn't feel right to me. It never has. Why am I still doing it? Yeah. You know, and starting to question those kinds of things. That's to me where the whole awakening process starts Mm -hmm. is to say, okay, wait a minute. I mean, when you think about it, religion, the patriarchal system that we're in, schools, all of that has done a really great job of disconnecting us from who we truly are in a lot of ways. And of course, there are um, religions that some, for some people that just work beautifully and help them to stay connected. But I'm talking overall, we have had a serious case of disconnect. And so we need to awaken. And one of the ways we do that is to start asking different questions, start noticing and paying attention to what doesn't resonate with us. You know, one of the things I love about what you say is that awakening is also and can also be about healing. Now, Mm -hmm. people might be thinking, well, wait a minute, I'm not really sick. But wait a minute, let's talk about the many 50 shades of uh, illness. One could be fear. See, I think fear can become completely embedded in the cells of our body. And I'm not saying that people haven't gone through some tough times. I mean, I was homeless at 17. So, you know, you get that experience and you figure out, okay, that's not a place I want to go again. But am I going to live my entire life from a place of fear or self-doubt? And yet at the same time, you've discovered that awakening can help us, but yet we got to recognize something's going on, right? 
Absolutely. And I, I tell people that when you have a wound of any sort, if it doesn't heal properly, even though it can it can heal over and, and get a scab, if you will, or whatever, it's not healing properly. Whatever's in there, the badness is festering. It's not going away. So the only way to fix that problem is to deal with that wound, to go in and actually clean it out. And that's kind of what we mean when we're talking about healing. It's not always a physical healing. It mm-hmm. often can be a little um, hit to our, like a bruise even, yeah. to that ego side of us. Yeah. The ego gets hurt a lot. That's what yeah. puts us in the state of fear, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it can be all kinds of things, traumas from our past. It can Oh, it's so huge mm-hmm. that I don't want to overwhelm people with the idea behind it. But even if it comes from past lives, if it comes from trauma in this lives, if it is physical, whatever, we need to heal it. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's a big part of the awakening process. We kind of start by noticing when things don't fit for us, when they don't flow. We recognize it's a problem. Maybe we see it as a block the block that it is, maybe we discover a pattern that is always getting us in trouble or whatever the case might be. And then we need to have the tools, the ideas, the ways that we can go about healing whatever it is that's going on for us. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Um, Large part of my life, I heard the term awakening, but I wasn't like 100% sure. Um, You know, there may be some people that think, oh, my God, we get one opportunity for what, Debbie? The big awakening. But (laughs) I'm I'm finding now that I could have like a couple of awakenings a day. I don't know. Is that still an awakening? I love that. I love that you said that. I love that you brought this up because this is such a big deal, okay? Mm. First of all, you don't have to awaken. uh, You're not in crisis mode to awaken. All right. I think our world as a whole right now is in a bit of a crisis and we need lots of people to awaken to truly make a difference and start changing where we're headed right now. Okay. So I think there is a bit of a crisis there, but for each of us individually, this is not like a one-shot deal. It is truly like peeling back layers of an onion and you find a new problem and you deal with that problem and the confidence that you got from dealing with that one is now going to help you to tackle the next one. I mean, the awakening process is your journey. When you're done, totally done, you're, you're finished here. You're going to pass on. So don't be in a rush. Don't feel like, okay, I've got to do this if I have to awaken. Because what you just said, Dr. Pat, is absolutely right. You're going to be awakening all the time. And the more you tune in to this piece of yourself or all these pieces of yourself that you've disconnected from, the um, more you'll discover that, oh my gosh, here, I thought I had finally figured it out. And I did figure out that one little thing. And now there's like 20 more things for me mm. to, to deal with. That's and so it's so important for people to know that. I love that you brought it up because <laughs> I think, you know, people can beat themselves up. They can think, how can I possibly be back here? <laughs> I know. know. Or have this problem again. Well, it's a new one. It might look very similar, but kind of like spring looks similar every year. It's not the same. It's always a little bit different, right? Yeah. And that's this it's a cycle that you're going through so absolutely awakening is a continual process and it's part of what you've come here I mean you came here connected 
And then you slowly disconnected. But we all have heard that by the time you're seven years old, your subconscious mind is is formed and all those little patterns and programs are in there that can cause you all kinds of problems. So it's from that stage on where you're starting to, or you have the opportunity, I guess, to be reconnecting and to be awakening. So yes, ongoing, absolutely. it, It is ongoing. And you know, here's the deal, right? You know, you have a little ailment, you may go to the doctor. You know, in my case, I took a spill playing table tennis and then, you know, did something weird in my house trying to move something. So then I go to Dr. Kaufman and Botho, my chiropractor. So something's going on. You go get something, right? You know, maybe you're not feeling spiritually fit. You might want to go see um, a spiritual teacher, a priest, somebody, a rabbi. You go do it. The question really is, what if you're stuck in your dream what if you're stuck in your dream or like in my past my life uh my nightmare what if you're stuck in there does that mean you hang up you just hang it up you just throw the towel in and move on but what if there is another way debbie mccorner joining me here today when we come back if you're stuck in your dream guess what We got some grease to throw on that thing to get you unstuck. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our real house to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Hi, I'm Steve Kramer of Spirit Fire Radio, and I believe that meditation changes everything. It leads us in the direction of greater well-being, and that's a fact. I struggled with meditation for years. I understood the principles, but I found it hard to incorporate them into my everyday life. Spirit Fire's meditation practice changed that. It's called the Practice of Living Awareness, and it's taught in 14 steps. These are 14 tools that I can use in any moment on and off the cushion. Steps like smile, flow, and ground of being support my clarity of mind while I'm navigating the ups and downs of modern life. That's why it's called the Practice of Living Awareness. If you'd like to add meditation to your daily experience, the Practice of Living Awareness is free, online, and it's suited for any level of practitioner. Visit spiritfire.com for more information. And be sure to check out Spirit Fire's meditation retreats in Western Massachusetts. It's all there at spiritfire.com. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? 
Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day -day language, that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show, joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, Debbie McCormick in the house. Now, listen, um, awakening means peeking out of the box, seeing your shadow and still climbing out with Debbie and me too. But before we jump back into uh, what if you're stuck in your dream or, or like maybe your nightmare, uh, do you want to go get your metaphysical WD-40 and squirt it on there? Or what do you want to do? Before we get to that, Debbie, look, you're working with people every day. You know, you've created the Sisterhood of Vibrant Powerful Moms. Uh, that's a virtual program. Uh, you have retreats. Uh, people can work with you one-on-one. -on -one. So you have said yes. You've, you've awakened. You've climbed out of the box. Uh, and you're looking at your shadow and you're saying, yeah, Thank you for blocking the sun on really hot days, but you're not going to be part of my life. So how can people find out more about you? Well, the easiest way is to go to my website, which is empoweringnrg.com. And that energy is three letters, N-R-G. And um, they can sign up there if they want to for a discovery call, which is a way that I can help them to explore how I can help them. <laughs> so it just kind of narrows things down. I know you can go to a website and you start looking and it can be a little bit overwhelming and you think, well, I'm a mom. I guess I could join the sisterhood, but ah, oh, that seems a little bit, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not really active or as concerned right now about parenting as I am about other things and mm -hmm. so on. So the yeah. discovery call is there as a gift. It's there yeah. to say, hey, set up an appointment we can talk, you can put out your, your bugaboo of the moment or whatever it is, and together we'll brainstorm some ideas. And I'm, I'm very open and honest. If I don't have any, I likely have other resources that I can send you to or send to you. And, um, and then only if it feels right do we actually uh, figure out how we might work further together, whether it's a retreat, one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. a sisterhood, whatever. So I really like to help people explore that so they mm -hmm. don't feel like they're walking in blind and they're just not sure if I'm going to be able to help them. I agree with you. I mean, part of this too is, I was telling you, I was talking to Andrew from a financial institute and I only had a couple of minutes and it was really great you know, to talk with him um, because I had put an inquiry in uh, about uh, doing some uh, funding and investing and picked up the phone. Andrew called almost immediately. 
And I was chatting with him. And what I've loved about it is how we make decisions. So rather than jump in and start to pitch me, you know, I said, you know what? I got to go on air in a few minutes. He says, really, how can I listen? And so that little personal thing he did right there, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's a business. Clearly, we're engaged. But there are secrets to becoming vibrant. And you also put together five secrets to being a vibrant woman. Mm-hmm. And you've made that available for people because who doesn't want to be a vibrant woman? Well, I mean, if you're a woman, right? (laughs) But I'm just saying, we do. My gosh, what do we do to be vibrant? Pills, potions, lotions, essential oils, you name it. It's all about that. Tell us about what you've created. Uh, Of the secrets of the vibrant monks? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) The vibrant women, I mean? Yeah. (laughs) That threw me off a little. Um, Well, actually, that is a handout that men would benefit from as well. But my target audience is women because yeah. they're the ones that I really feel need that awakening and that that boosting. So it is five different things. And actually there's a few little extras in there to help you tune in to parts of yourself you've disconnected from. So it is starting that awakening process for you with really simple little tools that you can put into place right away. Everything from little breathing techniques mm-hmm. to uh, asking for help when you need it. That's a hard one for us <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, to, to really uh, be <sighs> able to receive that help. Yeah, and, and things like that. So it really is this little package of things that you can start using right away to understand how it's affecting you, like stress, how much it affects you, and uh, how you know when you need to actually take action and when the stress is actually just the perfect amount mm-hmm. to get you moving because we need that too, right? Yeah, we do. I mean, it's what we're talking about, right? When we're talking about, and Benny, we'll go ahead and skip this break. It's what we're talking about when we talk about getting stuck. You know, I was so stuck after graduating um, from school uh, because of the nature of what I studied. I was depressed. And so out of that depression one day, I said, oh my gosh, I feel so crusted over. I don't know what to do. That's how Crust Busting was born. That was actually the name of the first show I did in 2003. Awesome. Cross busting. But (laughs) I didn't know what to do. You have something here. And I love this because I said to you, there's a reason I have five coaches. Right. I've never been able to get awake by myself, Debbie. No. Uh, To get away by yourself? Get awake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that that's just thing. That that's just it. To wake up. Um, I mentioned to you before, a coach once said to me, it's really hard to read the label of the jar that you're in. And I love that saying. I'm not sure who said it. I wish I could give them credit, but (laughs) I love it because it really shows us that when you are stuck, when you're feeling like, you know, you want to do things differently, you know, something has to change, but you don't know how to do it or what to do. You don't even know where to start. To me, that is a sign that you need someone else to help you read the jar. Mm. So that's one of the things that I love to help people to do. And actually, that's what my discovery call is all about. Let's let's take a yeah. look at your jar <laughs> real yeah. quick and I'll yeah. tell you what I see. <laughs> yeah. And you know, this is it. Let me ask you this question. You work with people all over the world. Um, and, and I think you're, you, you use the analogy. It's like cleaning a wound. 
And, you know, sometimes I think a lot of us, Debbie, we don't even know we're wounded, but yet we can feel the wound, right? We can feel it. There's nothing worse than what I described to you during the break of feeling wounded and, and not knowing where to go, but feeling so alone in it. Yes. And that, I mean, when I talk about feeling a pull to awaken, mm. okay, oftentimes what that is, is a sense that you are stuck, right? That mm. you feel like you're spinning your wheels. Like you feel like, oh man, I just, I want to go somewhere else. I want to do something else and you don't know how. So cleaning the wound, there's so many ways that you can do that. And certainly a, a coach or someone can guide you in that and help you with it. But there's so much you can do on your own. So just um, figuring out what works for you, whether it's talking, if talking is something that helps you to feel better after, find somebody who you can talk with. You can even go and share your story where there's storytelling processes. I just actually interviewed someone on my Vibrant Powerful Mom show about uh, telling her story in a way that allowed her to recover from a terrible divorce with a sociopath. And mm. you know, she was saying how this helped her to really tune into her part in the equation and to be able to put it into words and, and to express the emotion and to share this and to do healing and to figure out the themes that are going on for her. And so when we start thinking about things this way, that we heal stuff by bringing it to the surface, you know, picture yourself cleaning out a wound, right? Yeah. Get to the surface. Yeah. You talk it out. You write it out. You can movement is beautiful, especially for women. So dancing, dancing it out, and I don't mean going to the club and you know turning the music up and dancing like crazy. I'm talking about just letting yourself go to whatever song or music, whether it be real and on the radio or whether it be in your head, letting yourself go to that, and you can remove blocks. You can clean wounds just doing that. Mm -hmm. So what I think you're talking about is so important. It is really flipping a switch, so to speak. Now for me, I probably the listeners are saying, oh my gosh, is she going to talk about this again? Benny is, he's got to get some sound effects for this. (laughs) When I play table tennis, better known as ping pong, Uh everything goes away. There's nothing but the little white ball. I mean, it's the most bizarrest thing. There's just, that's my dance, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, I got the aches and pains and this and that, but somehow I put on those butterfly sneakers, which actually are a little big. I put them on, (laughs) I pull out my really fast paddle and I step onto the court And I can't even remember what the last work thing was that was on my mind. Nice. Right? Nice. Yeah. We all have to find that space, that place, right? Yes. And you know, what's really interesting, you and I kind of touched on this during Mm -hmm. the break, is that it changes Mm -hmm. depending on where you're at, at that moment. So, I mean, it's great if you can play table tennis all the time and you love it and it does this 
for you. But sometimes what worked, like let's just say you go and you dance and it's fantastic. Yeah. And then you go to do it the next time and you're like, oh, this feels oh. terrible. That's okay. You yeah. can change it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is your show. You do whatever you want to do that helps you mm. to release the things that are going on for you. Yeah, and I love the parts of this where, you know, I I shared with you, I have five coaches. And the reason I have five coaches, I have five very important priorities in my life. And so I have five people that help me and they all do things differently, but it wasn't easy to find them. You know, you go through a process, right? Whether a coach or a group that you belong to is for you or not, right? And I think you're, I love that you do that first call. Because part of that is mutually discovering each other. You know, I spoke to this gentleman, Andrew, for maybe 30 seconds, maybe. And there was a connection with him. I'm sorry, I can't even, Andrew, I apologize. I don't even remember what agency he was from. But I remember him and I remembered his name, right? And that is something that I think you're talking about. You know, what's what are some of the signs that a group or a coach is for you or not for you. Yes. And this is where I really like to remind people that when we're talking about awakening, it is specific to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your journey is going to look a little different than my journey. And the coach that works for you, you could say, oh, you got to try this coach. He's fantastic. And I could, you know, hook up with that coach and go, yeah, no, no, that's not really quite right for me. So I always like to remind people that you are in the driver's seat of this whole awakening thing. So if you find a coach that you know, seems to kind of fit, you know, it's got all the qualifications. Okay, fine. So you sign up and they start telling you that this is how you have to do it, or this is how we're going to fix you. They might use other words, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and everything is really um, specific. If they blame certain things, you know, like you, you use the smoke, so that's probably mm. what causes that kind of thing. That's probably not the best fit for you because mm-hmm. the the blaming thing, anytime someone's blaming, shaming, any of that kind of stuff, that tells me ego is still very much running the show and you want someone, you always are looking for someone who's at least three steps ahead of you, okay? So if you're already aware of the ego, and, you know, you've kind of tuned in that, all right, that's the side of me that gets upset, that gets mad, that wants revenge, that gets jealous, all of those things. Then you need a coach that's already aware of their ego and using or having their higher self mm-hmm. drive the show more often. Okay, that their mm-hmm. higher self is in charge. So just noticing where they're at, how it feels, that whole feeling of resonance, that when we say something resonates with us, we're saying it kind of completes us, right? It it works with us and helps us to feel more complete than yeah. we might have a few minutes before. And so you're always looking for that. And the more aware you can become of that feeling and how it feels in your body, the easier it will be for you to actually find that that person or coach or program or whatever it is that can help you. But then, oh, go ahead. No, I I think that what you're talking about is really an alignment at many levels, right? And I think that's the key. 
Now, you know, when we look about this, you know, some of us don't know how to make good decisions. So I want to just tell everybody out there, you know, if you want some help, if you've got a question for Debbie or for me, why don't you give us a shout? 1-800-930-2819. Or if you have a question, go to the drpatshow.com and just ask your question if you can't call in. But please feel free to give us a call to get some help on this. 1-800-930-2819. Debbie, listen, the reason this is important is because making that decision is important. But also, we have to know, like, when the relationship is tapering off too, right? Yes, absolutely. So you want... I often will say to people, don't become a lifer <laughs> just, because, <laughs> just because now like you, you've made this connection, you're working with this person or you've worked with them, you've done great stuff and you feel kind of like, it's like that principle of reciprocity, like you owe them something, you need mm-hmm. to stay with them. But the truth is you are going to grow and you're going to outgrow some of your supports. So it's really important to keep in mind that as you grow, you're going to grow at your own pace. There's going to come a time when it's time to leave. And interestingly enough for me, I often am talking to people about a volunteer position or something that they're doing that fed them. When they first started volunteering in that capacity, it really made a huge difference for them. And they went in there and they absolutely love it. And now, five years later, 10 years later, whatever, you know, they, they can't leave because now everybody depends on them, you know, and, and they've they feel like that's being a quitter. And, you know, I think we have to forget everything we've been taught about learning because that's where that comes from, is the idea that you either graduate from something, you finish it, it has to have an actual end like school does, or uh, you don't leave it, you stay there. And that's not helping you to awaken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, I think you have to grow at your own pace and feel okay saying, you know what, it's time for me to move on. You don't have to burn any bridges Mm -hmm. to do that ever, um, but it's time for me to move on. And that's a good thing. Right. There are other things too that could be said to you. And I know that things have been said to me over my lifetime, especially when I've sought out help. One of them is any kind of connotation or um, reference to being broken or being, you know, not enough or, you know, there's something we we can fix. I mean, I don't even know the million ways that that can be said to a person, but it really does attack somebody at the most vulnerable place. And that's the place of asking for help. Um, I know that there must be people that have experienced. That's another sign to really be on the lookout about, right? Absolutely. Anybody who suggests that you're broken, that you need fixing. Mm-hmm. Remember I said that when we're born, we come here yeah. already equipped to handle yeah. whatever life throws our way. And then we we muddy it all up. We get disconnected <laughs> from it and, and we're not able to do it. And when I say that, I don't mean that you should be able to handle everything easily. That's not what I'm saying. It it takes work. This journey that you're on is a challenging journey. Like if you play video games and mm-hmm. you picture like the first level of a video game and then go all the way up to the almost finished <laughs> level, yeah. right? That's that's where we're at. We're playing a really tough 
game, if you will. And so your journey is going to be challenging, but I absolutely guarantee you it's not because you're broken. It's not because you're missing anything. So if you are made to feel that way when you do seek out help, it's, it's not the help that you want. And that's why I say we have to forget everything that we've ever learned about learning because learning, school systems, everything has taught us that there's a right way and a wrong way. And that's it. Well, that's not true. There's so many ways to do things. And it's so important that we tap into that and recognize that it's up to us to say, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. I'm going to get creative on that. I'm going to try to come up with a new one for that. You know, peel through those layers, learn new things, create new things. We're all capable of doing that. And we've all come here to do that. So I think that that is really important for all of us to remember. There's yeah. no right way. There's no wrong way. You can't yeah. do it wrong, really. You can't live wrong because you'll learn something from mm-hmm. everything you do. Mm-hmm. But you can make life harder and less fun. You that's know, what I try to help people. Mind. I think that's what you do to help people. Um, listen, I know we're going to talk a little bit more here, but before we um, before we talk about uh, thinking about changing and our minds changing or changing one's mind, because this is an important topic. I want to make sure folks know how to work uh, with you directly, how they can find out more about you, how they can contact you, especially for that consultation. Okay, well, EmpoweringNRG is the place to go, uh, .com. Don't forget the .com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is the place to go. And you can set up a discovery call with me right on my homepage. It comes up a few times that, you know, you can start now <laughs> and set up that discovery call. And one of the things that I do, I, I don't do it with everybody because mm-hmm. it is very intensive, but I do work one-on-one with those people who need a real plan created. They need somebody to help them brainstorm different aspects of their life, figure out what's going on, and then create a plan. And so we do that over a three-month period. And that's in part so that they have time to integrate some of what they're learning, try it out, ask mm-hmm. questions, you know. And so it's it's fairly intensive in that we talk to each other weekly and there's emails and there's, you know, all kinds of support put in place because it's a program created uniquely for them. Mm. And that is really important because, you know, we look, none of us are one size fits all. That's not us. That's not our life. That's not how we're made. I mean, clearly we have some things in common with each other, but our life's journey is a blueprint that is unique to each of us. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about, because um, people have looked at me and have said, you know what, she's going to change her mind tomorrow. Um, and and I, I used to think that that was kind of a good thing, that I, I looked at myself as flexible. Um, but some people don't want you to change your mind. They think that changing your mind, there's just something not right with that. Now, I'm not a compulsive, mind-changing person, but I'm interviewing various funding agencies. And even though I might go through the process of having them evaluate our technology and where we're growing, I I have the right to change my mind if I feel that a decision one way or the other isn't right. Yet, sometimes we can feel obligated not to change our mind. 
it is a tricky place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it is. And that actually is one of the key things I like people to recognize is that it's always your prerogative to change your mind. Yeah. And sometimes the universe guides you to something like a program. Let's say that you feel the strong urge to take Reiki. And so you talk yeah. everyone into it and away you go and you take it and you meet someone there. And that person is, you know, really becomes instrumental in your life in some way. And it turns out that the Reiki itself no big deal. However, it's hard for us to go back and say, you know, I've changed my mind. I don't want to do Reiki anymore. I thought I wanted to take the Reiki. It turns out I needed to meet this person. And that's how the universe works. Uh It guides us with different things or two different things, but it's not always clear why we're guided there. So changing your mind and holding tight to that prerogative is so important. Not, it's not fickle. It's not, you know, it doesn't make you spacey. You do want to think about it and you do want to become aware of when you're running from something that, you know, because resistance has come up and it's moving you out of your comfort zone. There's Mm -hmm. important little things that you have to become aware of, but overall, you always want to hold tight to that ability, that that uh, permission to change your mind. Yeah. You know, part of this is, uh, you know, uh, totally integrating what Debbie does. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, what's the question we want to ask those of us that are women, you know, how have we felt that we've been part of a sisterhood? When we come back, we're going to talk about what that means, what Debbie has created and what she has learned from the countless people she's worked with. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Do you know? Do you know? The earth is an ever-changing being. Goddess Light, shamanic healer, Brie Gibbs, guides us through the ascending worlds, bringing forth knowledge and truth. As a light creator, she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution. Join Brie as she shares messages from guides, spirits, ascended masters, goddesses, and others. Tune in Thursdays, 1 p.m. Pacific, for Silver Gaia Radio. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformations talk radio healing has a ripple effect one person's healing affects everyone around them this is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important tune in to playing on the edge radio with megan edge each month on transformation talk radio as megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life 
enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Thank you, Benny. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about me, go to the drpatshow.com. Also go to transformationtalkradio.com. The other thing is uh, when you go to visit Debbie's website, you can also listen to a fabulous, fabulous show. Uh, And again, uh, how can people do that? Please let them know how they can listen. Okay, so at empoweringenergy.com, you will find a podcast page, and on the podcast page has a beautiful widget that Transformation Talk Radio (laughs) gave to me with my Vibrant Powerful Mom show. So you can listen to all the past. There's over 60 episodes there that you can listen to, and they can give you all of them really are focused on helping you awaken in different areas of your life. Some are interviews, some are just me. But um, yeah, you can definitely tune in there. And of course, it airs on Transformation Talk Radio on Mondays at 2.30 Pacific. Yeah, it's a cool show. It really, I'm telling you, it's amazing. You know, this last part is really important because for most of my life, I didn't even understand that there was a sisterhood. Mm. Um, And I had a longing, you know, a longing in my heart. Um, And I was very fortunate to meet a group of women that are my friends to this day. Every year we do something together, like 30, 40 of us. Wow. I know. The same thing, by the way, every year up at Sleeping Lady. Um, But women and women in a family, you know, I come from a great family of women. You know, everyone from my grandma to my mom, my stepmom, you know, my sisters. There's just, just such a vibrancy, right, about thinking about them. What is it about women that become the heartbeat of a family But also, outside of the family, we create this support system. You know, there's a few things that I I really want to say about that. The first one is that women truly make a difference in the home. How good you're feeling, how high your vibrational energy is affects 
everybody. And that, I mean, that transfers to work and everywhere else, but Mm -hmm. especially in the home. And so that's why we say women are the heartbeat of the family. It doesn't mean you can't have an all-male family and still have a successful one, but it's just so important that we start to recognize that we make the world a better place when we look after ourselves as women. Mm -hmm. And so it's our duty. It's our duty to do this. And then the, the other piece is that this sisterhood really, or any sisterhood, really c- can create uh, this container of support, this place that we can feel like we belong to. Like you're talking about with your friends. It needs mm-hmm. to be a group where we feel accepted, where we feel as if um, people have our back. There's people with maybe some similarity to their stories. doesn't have to be the same, but there's some similarities because that gives us validation. And I think those pieces are so important. And so while I was preparing actually to talk to you, I had this little insight, this sudden moment of recognizing that, you know what? We need sisterhoods right now because Mm -hmm. we need to heal the connection between women. There's there's so much judgment and fear and competition and manipulation and all these things out of desperation for us to reconnect, to awaken, to become the people we're supposed to be. And a lot of that gets aimed at other women. And that affects everything. It affects even your ability to receive money, believe it or not, in a relationship with other women (laughs) in your life. You know, so I just think that this is a really big deal. And it's also not a new idea. No. Right? no. I mean, it, sisterhoods are popping up everywhere, mm-hmm. um, but they have been around forever. And I was reading a book, uh, Dr. Tara Ray Trent wrote this book about the awakening woman. And uh, she talks about sisterhood. She gives them a different name, but she's from Africa. And she talks about how in Africa they have these these women's circles and how critical they are to their whole existence. They have special people in these groups and everything. It's That book is a really great read if, if anyone's looking for something to read. Um, but yeah, it's th- that sisterhood is so critical to are surviving, I think, as a species and really mm-hmm. helping us to heal. So, yeah, big, yeah. big deal. I love what you're saying because you're absolutely right. Uh, resentment is a number one offender. And the thing you're talking about is that there may be that we are holding a resentment towards another woman, towards women in our past, for some reason, you know, mm-hmm. some reason or another. Uh, and I found this throughout my corporate career, we haven't always been the best to support each other along the way. And whatever that's about, it really does require global healing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right about it. You know, it is going to be extremely hard to attract any goodies when you're carrying a resentment. Well, and and that whole trust thing, so many of us are unable to trust and that translates into even trusting ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. And many years ago now, I, I went to an event, uh, Braveheart Women event, and it was Braveheart Sisters and there was 1500 women in the room and maybe five men. And uh, and one of them was the husband of the person running the, 
the show. (laughs) (laughs) But that was my first real experience in a true sisterhood, even though we didn't know each other yet, right? But we were there Mm -hmm. for four days or something. What an amazing experience it was. At the beginning, they would play music. Uh, That's how they brought us back from every break. And at the beginning, maybe five or six people were getting up and dancing. And by the end, we were all waiting for the music to start so we could go in and dance. And everyone's people are up on the stage. And you had 1,500 women dancing. (laughs) It was just amazing. And and I'm not suggesting that you run off and, and go to that event. What I'm saying is looking for that connection with other women in your life in a way that helps you to feel supported, understood, uh, like you can freely say what's going on for you Mm. and have the other people validate what's going on for you or hold space for you that feels safe. That is so important. Yeah. You know, so I... I think what you're saying is it's so important and it's important to heal from the inside out, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's something about it. It's like a soothing balm, you know, yeah. when, it, when it is a group of women. It's not that you can't be supported by men or, or that they can't be in your group or anything, but it's the sisterhood that is going to make a difference right now. And I think that's because we seriously need to heal our relationship with each other. And that the masculine model, we've done a really great job of adapting to it because that's what we needed to do. But now it's time for us to reclaim that mm-hmm. feminine energy and that vibrancy that we naturally have that feeds everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, do what we can to really, really support it. Yeah. I love this. And I love that we are all here together to create a better world. Because in the end, that really is what this is about. Debbie, thank you. Thank you for today. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? My message would be that you are important in every way possible. So your awakening is important. It's not urgent. You don't have to panic about it, but it is extremely important, not just to the people in your immediate vicinity, but to the world at large. So know that you you have an important role to play and embrace that so that you can truly create the life that you love. Oh, Debbie, thank you for today. Again, website, Please let folks know how they can find out more about you. Empowering NRG, that's three letters, NRG.com. And they can also go to VPM, that's Vibrant Powerful Mom. So VPMSisterhood.com, which will take them right to my sisterhood for moms. I love it. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And again, if you've missed any part of this, this will play again tonight and over the weekend. Yay. Thank you, Debbie. All right, you you rock. Thank you, Benny. Pushing all them right buttons again, as usual. And I'm Dr. Pat. And remember, all of you out there, you are so very special to us. You're the best listeners on the planet. And we promise to deliver this technology to you so you can share your gifts with the world. We'll see you next time.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.